as an opener, I've got a little story to share with you guys. Okay. Something that happened recently. So my one of my best friends, he has a South African girlfriend and she's living in Scotland with him at the moment. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, because she's from South Africa, she's she she grew up in a different culture, right? So there's yeah. a few things she like uh, doesn't know about the United mm-hmm. Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she was, you know, she was chilling out in the living room of the day with my friend, and out of nowhere, she just said, I don't like girls that are too smart. I don't like girls that know things. You know the Jimmy Savile quotes? Oh my god. And my friend my friend turned around and said, Did you right. just quote Jimmy Savile? And she said, Who's Jimmy Savile? So so what had happened was there's there's this YouTube ad going around recently for a Jimmy Savile documentary. Yeah, it is honestly it's horrible. As soon as it, I just want to watch a video about Model <laughs> Railway or something and Jimmy Savile. I have no idea about this. So, oh my gosh, I instantly mute it. I'm like, no, so, don't want to listen to that. So what had happened was she she had kept seeing this advert and she like started quoting it because oh like, gosh, <laughs> no. And apparently she's gotten quite good at it. So so then after that, you know, he kind of. Had to explain to her that oh, Jimmy Savile was like, you know, one of the most famous paedophiles in the United Kingdom. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, hi. Didn't see you there. I'm Ryan Byrne, and you're listening to the Byrne Friends podcast. Today I'm joined with James. Goodbye. And Jacob. <laughs> Hello. There we go. Sure. Uh, interesting stuff. Oh, wait, I think, you've, I think you've said goodbye before. Well, have I? I I've had a fuck off and die. <laughs> and I can't remember what the other one was. I feel like it might have been a goodbye. Oh, oh I, I'm, I, I'm, I think I'm, you have said it before. I'm really yeah. sorry for going really boring and saying hello, which is what people tend to do in society when oh. they meet each other. Well, not in Scotland, see, not in Scotland. We're, we're more primitive there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, call me old-fashioned, Jacob, but uh, I, I thought there was nothing wrong with your... With your Thank you very much. Thank uh, you. little hello. Appreciate that. Um, today we're talking about Belgium, mm-hmm. which is a place we've all been to before on separate occasions, yeah. uh, different times. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll go through each of our stories individually and kind of like summarize at the end. So who wants to go first? James, you go first. Me go first. Oh, all right. Yes. Um, so I went um, with uh, my school as uh, part of like one of these battlefield trips and one of these ones, fourteen to sixteen probably. More like 15, 16, maybe. Okay. Um, but yeah. What was that, like 20, 2012, maybe? Yeah, 20, yeah, 2012, 2013, something like that. Sure. Um, and so, you know, it was it was um, a history trip, mm-hmm. you know, visiting all stuff to do with World War Two and the concentration camps and everything. Yeah. Um, and uh, to be honest, I don't really remember a lot about... Um, what we actually learned and you know all all the places we visited but i i remember all the kind of stuff that you did with your mates like yeah. that were not part of the thing oh that's fine you so, know yeah. we're, we're here to share those stories and um, so i i remember in fact even before we got there because we were going by by ferry so we would just nip over to belgium by ferry was this also a 24-hour trip because ours like was one big day trip and we didn't stay over we took a ferry oh, in the day no i think this was this was over a couple of days I okay think. so i think it'd not be, very long it'd like, be quite a challenge to do it in one day coming from scotland yeah I mean, that would be quite yes you'd have to fly on concord i think <laughs> yeah to make it work but yeah so course, i think yeah. it was about um like two full days there or so something like that mm-hmm. two three full days there but um on the on the ferry over we actually met 
another school yes from from scotland from a place in glasgow called mm-hmm. oh i can't remember where because i think these yeah. trips are times like at the end of like semester no sorry yeah. at the end of the term where like yeah. all the all the sort of different schools are going at the same mm-hmm. time because we yeah. also saw like so, other kids yeah so um you know we kind of it was a small boat, so we all managed to bump into each other and we started chatting. And eventually we all got to the point where we were all hanging out together, mm-hmm. these two groups in this sort of foyer area with, you know, couches and whatnot. And and one of the kids from the other school happened to bring um, a wee tiny Nerf gun. Oh, yeah. And it, it was just a wee one that fired one dart and it was like air propelled or something. So yeah. it wasn't wasn't you know a big one i know the exact nerf gun you're talking about you have to like pull the thing down pull the, the bottom. yeah yeah you have to pull like the oh yes tongue. i had the same one it's yeah. quite a bitch to pull down as yes well. it's quite, yes quite strong it's 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 quite cool though that little yeah. one yeah because yeah. you can hide you know you can hide it in like a suit pocket exactly surprise boom you know conceal it like in in like a small in, orifice yeah. you've only <laughs> got somewhere. one shot though yeah, yeah. So you have to make it count yes yeah mm. yeah so yeah, so we were all there and we were all kind of passing around the, the gun, having a shot, oh boom, fire, oh boom, as you do, or having a bit of fun. And then I can't remember who, but it was somebody from the opposite school, somebody from the other school. The rival. Um, he went and he fired, and oh, there's a really cool trick you you can do, and he pointed it and he fired it. And there was like a corridor that sort of came out into the foyer just where we were sitting. Uh-huh. And so... He fired it, and just at that moment, our history teacher walked out of the <laughs> corridor into the foyer, and the and and the dart went full pail and hair boom right on the side of her head. Like I see this and, happening in slow motion. You know? Yeah, yeah, we keep yeah, and and so uh, yeah, she was she was pretty pissed at that and she was pretty annoyed at that and so she started um ranting and going if that was one of that big if that was one of my kids thoughts you are in serious trouble <laughs> rah, rah, rah. and she went over and talked to uh other teachers from the other school what a snitch i don't believe it <laughs> and and so um to be honest i think at that point most of us who were on the sidelines of the incident, like myself, and who were not really involved in it, all kind of scattered and ran away in in fear, yes. And (laughs) and the last thing I heard was that the guy got the Nerf gun Nerf gun confiscated. Oh no, they threw it over the side of the ferry. (laughs) (laughs) Still funny though, worth it. Worth shooting the history. I'm just imagining the uh, seagulls from Finding Nemo. Mine? Mine, 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 mine. Oh, brilliant! Were there any um, more ferry incidents then before arriving in? Uh, not on the ferry. No, not on the ferry. But there were a few, few more incidents on on land and in, in Belgium. So, but uh, so we were in Belgium and we had to sort of buddy up in groups of like three, four, five, say whenever we wanted to go anywhere sure and that was not part of like the actual itinerary and whenever we had free time uh-huh. um and so i paired up with a couple of lads who were in the year above because there weren't many in my year going so i paired up with, mm. a, with a couple from the year above and we all went out to, to dinner and we I think we ate somewhere 
like Nando's or ZZ's or one the of Belgian these. Belgian Nando's, nice. Something like that. Some one of these. I think it was an Italian. But anyway. Was it nice? Did you have a nice, nice meal? Yeah, there? it was actually really, really nice. That's good. And and until um, you know, we came to pay, and we all thought, right, well, what we'll do is we'll just split the bill, mm-hmm. or we'll just pay an equal amount, and we went to split it, and we realised we couldn't quite split it equally because there were about four of us, and so there were three pence left or something and so I said oh what are we going to do with the three pence he's going to pay the three pence more uh one of them for a joke got out like a fork or a spoon and you know shook a whole big pile of salt onto this spoon okay <laughs> and like the, it, it was like full of full of, like it was like pro- not just a little bit but like a proper spoonful of salt. Are we talking teaspoon or dessert spoon? I think we're talking dessert spoon. All right, man. So yeah, a, whole, a mouthful then, um, if you I, will. Like a mouth, yes, a mouthful of of salt. And he said, "Right, well, whoever whoever eat eats this doesn't have to pay that three pence, and then we'll just divide the three pence between the three who did it." Mm. As a, and he said that as a joke. But my mind didn't clock that, and my mind thought, oh, I can save three pence here, yoink, and within, you know, a nanosecond, grabbed the spoon off the table and just ate the entire spoonful of salt. It's probably super unhealthy. (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, And, and I could taste it for the entire rest of the day, and and just any time, because you you try to drink water to wash it down it's just salt water <laughs> but it's just turned it into salt water it's, it's one of the many many things that like have been in your mouth no just i remember last time we spoke you were saying like you had like pissy toast and stuff oh like god that. yes god yes all kinds of all, all kinds go into your that mouth for three pence three, yeah three pence. Yeah. Sure, yeah i would have paid for three pence not to do it i would have paid three pound not to do oh it oh my gosh i should use james more often for getting my <laughs> chores done yeah. james can you go clean the toilet i'll give you one pence <laughs> oh hey i'm all flay here we go <laughs> pennies make pounds i suppose exactly yeah goes into his, his rainy day fund <laughs> yeah oh so that's uh, anything to buy the next cider. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So what what happens after that? Was this was this first day or second day then? Was this? I honestly so can't remember. I think this might have been this might have been second day. Okay. Um. So I think yeah, this was just before we were supposed to go back on board. But honestly, I can't remember. Been a whole bunch. Oh uh, yeah. That's fine. So. Been, quite some time ago if you like we can you know jacob you can share your stories now and if something reminds you of another mm-hmm. story james you can pitch yeah. in well okay. right. I, I think this is interesting because i think we've all been there on a school trip which shows yes. which shows that actually uh that's quite looks quite good on the british education system in some respects that they all yeah. have, have money to send their kids to um belgium i do remember this actually quite vividly it was in year nine so i would have been 13 but i do remember it quite well the I was a bit I was a bit paranoid. Oh, you paranoid, Jacob? It's not like you about going <laughs> because, of course, like like I am now, I rationalise everything that could go wrong first sure. of all, and then hope that, that doesn't happen. 
Um, so I, my, my, my biggest worry was that I was going to get, you know, ripped from the pack, as it were, mm-hmm. somehow, broke off from the pack, and I'd stay in Belgium abroad <laughs> and won't get back to England. I suppose there's worse places to get lost. Yeah, good point. But that didn't happen. Um, I mean, and I suppose if you do, you can always find some place to live and then use buckets and, and um, TV sounds to protect so, yourself yeah, from burglars. Yeah. Just start a new life. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. start a new life yeah. <laughs> and, and turn your whole life into home alone, but in Belgium. <laughs> but anyway, the day started, we got up at 12 a.m. Right, classic. Uh, I had to get up at 12 a.m. I, I had to... You have to get up at these silly times to get yeah. on the coach. And they get you, I don't know if you had this, but they got us to like kind of assembling outside of the co-op. Like, yeah. It wasn't on like school property. It was like right, a place yeah. near the school. Yeah. So at midnight, it was just like a whole, I want to say like 60 of us surrounding yeah, this just co-op. Sorry, yeah. In the car park. So from the untrained eye, it looks like 60 kids are about to rob the co-op. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a planned attack. Just the most choreographed fight robbery for such a little place ever. It was ever. very strategic, sure. We, and then, we, we were in and out of those Jaffa cases. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then the teacher turns up and starts counting them. And the police said, oh, oh flipping hell, the teachers are going to help them out now. Yeah. They're going to do a full <laughs> robbery. Um Anyway, so we got up at, tw- I had to get up at 12, um, my mum woke me up, I mean, just unbelievable time to be woken up, I had mm-hmm. about two hours sleep, you know, or something like that, woke up at 12, uh, I mean, couldn't have breakfast, I mean, what a time to have breakfast, I just couldn't do it, um, and my friend, um, so my friend's mum was taking us okay. to, to the school. And he arrived at my door, you know, half past 12 or something. As I mean, do. just full of energy. Like he, you know, he'd been eating marshmallows or something. Drinking <laughs> coke. And I was just, I was the complete opposite. Maybe um, he like didn't sleep or something. Yeah, he, he was, was like, like too excited. Come on, Jacob, we got to go. Come on, come on, come on. I was like, all right, okay, okay. You know, like a kid before um, Christmas, you can't sleep. Yeah, exactly. Know? I think he was very excited. I mean, it was exciting. It was really mm. exciting. Yeah. Anyway, we, uh, so we went to school, picked up my other friend who lived uh, a couple of blocks down from me as mm-hmm. well. So there's three of us uh, were taken. And what's really irritating as my two friends, my two best friends, uh, were put on bus A. And I was put on bus B no. because it was done by alphabet. And it was done, and I was in bus B. I was I was H. I was in the second half of the alphabet. And my dear. friends were in the first part, um, which I was a bit annoyed at because I was like, that was my first hurdle. I was like, oh gosh, I don't know anybody. I genuinely didn't know many people on bus mm. B. It was weird. Um, and it's a long, a long. Uh, it is a long journey. Trip as well. Yeah. So I I eventually found somebody at the time I vaguely knew, but I did get to a lot better throughout GCSEs and A-levels. Um, so I sat with him and, uh, you know, the, the bus obviously starts going. It's now about 1am. It leaves about one half past one from the school car park. Mm-hmm. So we, we set off. And, of course, already some people have fallen asleep. I mean, it is 1am. Yeah, you know? I guess like that's the best time um, to sleep whilst you're travelling. Exactly. So otherwise you're just not going to sleep for 24 exactly. hours. Exactly. Uh, so it, it's about five hours to Kent, mm-hmm. the, 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 you know, the Dover Cliffs. And uh, we're obviously travelling down. Everybody loves stopping at the services at school. I don't know why. It was like, oh, we get McDonald's, you get KFC or whatever. It's like a, yeah, it's um, like a little like, yeah. mini It was mini just, bridge. I mean, it was literally the only part of the trip that I think some kids wanted to do. They couldn't care less about going to Belgium. It was all about, it was all about, I think it was Gander Green Service Station on the M25. Do you know why, do you know why kids get excited? Um, it's because they've been given loads of spending money. 
Yeah, for the trip. And, yeah. And instead, they'd go and blow it at the service station. Yeah, like, a like, this, this, would, like this would be the first. I know for me, it was the first time I'd seen anything more than like twenty pounds or ten pounds. Yes. Yeah. And so it was like, oh my god, I am the richest man alive. <laughs> I will buy the whole McDonald's. So it's people like James, but like the irresponsible spenders. Probably. That I'm talking yeah. About. They get excited about being in like. Going shopping without their parents, basically, at full Oh, yeah. Oh, See, yeah. I, had a, I, had a, I had a lovely packed lunch. My mum very kindly bought me a meal deal for special school trips. You get, you know, I got more food. Uh-huh. And 20, then it was 30 euros, of course, because that was another fun bit. You had some money right. in English and some money in, in, in euros. Yeah. And um, I never got it because, I mean, some kids just instantly get on the bus and start eating their lunch. I never got that. I was like, <laughs> why? You're not going to... It's so... Because we're hungry. Don't and we have no impulse control. We have no exactly. seafood. And it's like, oh, I'll have that. I won't. When, when you're a kid, you don't really think these things through. You just no. kind of like, I'm hungry now. I'm going to eat now. Well, like, I And when you're James, you don't really think them through when you're grown up either. I know. There's no, like, management involved whatsoever. And then they, you know, then they struggle later for an expense. Yeah, this is the problem. I mean, can I just say now, I never ate my lunch on a school trip. But um, apart from an actual lunchtime. Anyway, sure. um, so, so yeah, we eventually arrive at the uh, Dover coast. Now, there are two teachers sort of, uh, there's about, I think there were about six or seven teachers in total. And on each bus, there was one sort of main teacher who was running the whole affair uh, on that bus, you know. Uh, the leaders and okay. one of the buses I was on my history teacher Mr Langford was mm-hmm. his name I use I really I know some people uh, you know uh, uh, I know some people didn't enjoy his lessons but I did I I, I, I thought he was a good teacher really good teacher and um, so I was quite pleased with that but on the other bus there was a DT teacher I think it was the DT teacher and he was also very good so oh, okay. two quite good leaders in my D- school, but all of my DT teachers were like awful, very like well grumpy. Right, okay. I mean that wasn't the case at our school. They were actually okay. quite fun. That's good. Can I um, ask what does DT stand for? Design technology. Yeah. Oh, so like woodwork, see, like electronic stuff. Me- yeah. Oh, we metal. never got that. Also like cooking that came under. Oh, DT that came as well. DT, yeah. We never got and any sewing, of that, which we... I was terrible at. No. Yeah, we went to private school, so. Ooh. I think that was just yeah. the butler to do all that sort of <laughs> stuff for us. Yes, John, let's put some haggis in the frying pan. <laughs> so our, our, our history teacher was like, oh, you know, welcome to Dover. And we're going to go through customs in a minute, blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah, that's all hilariously exciting as a child. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think it still is, actually, going through customs and, you know, security and all that jazz it's a lot of fun um, when, like you know like my girlfriend and my friends get pulled aside to get like patted down yes haha you got yeah she's got the gun because <laughs> well this is this is the thing because for a moment you know you know that you're not a bad person you know that you haven't got any weapons on you but for a moment you think but what if i do but yeah go, but no i don't i don't have a knife i don't have a gun i don't have any of these things even if it's and, like something silly like oh what if i have like a fork in my back exactly yeah, yeah. and they think, think gonna... it's like yeah exactly but and, and what's even more annoying is you start thinking that and you're like right i cannot look suspicious i cannot under any circumstance look suspicious and because you're thinking about not looking suspicious you immediately look suspicious you know it's like as well as like thinking 
you know, you maybe maybe I am carrying some kind of weapon I don't know about. It's it's better when someone else you know you know gets pulled aside so you can kind of tease like, oh, what have you got? Did you pack those drugs I told you to? Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> like kind of stir it a little. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, cool, yeah. Cool so did trouble. you guys go by boat as well then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So any, um, so yeah, we we arrived and you know this is big waiting pen area at, uh, at the Dover ferry. You where all the cars are lining up to you know drive on, mm-hmm. and um, and at the border, the, obviously somebody from the customs came on the bus and he, and I don't know if I should be saying this, but he, he, I don't think he was that bothered uh, at the time. <laughs> this was when we were in the EU, remember. Um, when uh, free so, travel yeah. was allowed, um, so also, he said, like, "You know, it's someone that probably does this all day long, yeah, and we don't yeah. pay him enough to, no. to care." <laughs> so he said, "Oh, that's fine." So we move on to the ferry, and um, again, that was my second worry: is chaff. Oh, what if I throw up? What if the what if the ferry is you know really that's rocky? That's fair enough. Uh, I mean, it was only an hour, but honestly, it hardly felt you were moving. I mean, personally, I felt it was hardly felt you were moving. Yeah, it was doing about 10 miles an hour. It's like a cruise ship. It's uh, so big that you don't feel its sway, unless yeah. like, it would like, seem yeah. super choppy. Um, but funny enough, there were kids who were like, oh, I feel sick. I was like, we're hardly, literally, we're like, hardly moving. Mm. Now, like, were these the kind of kids to kind of, you know, put it on a bit, like be, be a bit overdramatic? Uh, I'm not, sh- I don't know. I remember one boy doing it who I knew was a bit of a... Um, he, he, he was a bit of a bully sometimes, and he liked to stir oh, okay. it up a bit. So I, I was wondering if he was just doing it to stir mm. stir it up. But anyway, um, but what's really funny is uh, on the on the voyage on the voyage over, I went up onto the top deck, and some of our teachers were sort of you know just leaning on the balcony looking out. And that's the great thing about school trips; everybody yeah. lightens up a little bit, including the yeah. teachers, you know. And um, my history teacher. Uh, who I think I got on quite well with. He's, of course, a, about a week prior to this trip, I had had an accident in rugby and I had got concussion. Oh, we, we spoke and, about um, this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he, I had him for history on that day, like about an hour after it had happened. And I got really, really unwell in his lessons, mm-hmm. in his lesson, and to the point where my writing was sliding off the lines in the book. I my really blurry vision really felt sick and we were doing a assessment at the time so everybody's inside and I was like oh so I don't think I feel very well and he said well just you know try and carry on you know blah 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 if you feel any worse let me know and we were reminiscing about that <laughs> on, on the top deck on the ferry so I and he said I had concussion and he said and he said no but he was really apologetic he was like you had concussion and I was like oh no don't worry carry on it's all right <laughs> I said, don't worry, sir. And he said, he said, I've looked, I remember, he said, I've looked back at that day and your writing is indeed appalling on that day. And he said, I definitely should have sent you to the medical room a lot quicker than I did. So, mm-hmm. so I was like, I'm sorry about that. So I said, no, it's all right. Um, so yeah, we got to reminisce about that. Um, of course, and these are the days, I don't think I had a camera phone, you know. I remember distinctly having a digital camera. Oh, nice. We won't see this ever again, probably, people with digital cameras. I don't know. I Tiny don't... little compact digital cameras. When, when me and my friends go away, there's always one of us that brings a digital camera, yeah. because the pictures come out like, kind of, they, they don't look great, but we kind of like that. You it, like that, yeah. It's kind of old school, you know. It's, yeah. As opposed I, to having I'm always tempted to buy a um, disposable camera as a laugh. The wind-up Because ones. the wind-up ones. Oh, yeah. brilliant. Well, um, um, I've seen quite a lot of nowadays is um, the old sort of 
printer photos. Polaroids. Have you seen? Yeah. Polaroids, that's the name for them. Yeah, yeah. they're quite they're quite popular again. They're yeah, back, they're so. they're coming back, which yeah. I feel happens to a lot of stuff. It does. They, yeah. they it's an old thing, right? And and they're popular for a while. Then it gets, you know, redundant and you know, the next thing comes along and then 30, 40 years afterwards, people are like, oh, that's really cool. Remember when we, we used to yeah. do that? And they would bring it back. You're like, it rises like the phoenix, you know. It becomes an yeah. antique. So, yeah. you know, maybe maybe my friend's ahead of a game here with a digital camera mm. before it, maybe it's about to get popular yeah. again. Yeah. Because that happened yeah. with vinyl as well. Like, um, yes. Yeah. That, that got super huge. Super huge. I mean, it's still huge now, but I think mm-hmm. even more... So then now it was huge, like five, six years ago, there was a huge boom in people wanting yeah. vinyl instead of an iPod or CDs. Or... I think to some extent it's like kids getting like interested in like their parents, like old yeah. stuff, like digging yeah. out like old things they used to have. Which and, like, is good, use... really, when mm. they yeah, say the generations cool. are splitting yeah. apart. And, this is... and actually when they... um. When somebody's got an album out on a chat show, they they usually nowadays show up the vinyl version. Yeah. Of course, it's bigger. So anyway, um, we arrive in France, Calais, of course, which was obviously, uh, as our history teacher told us, so that that's when the history began. Was it was was nicknamed Calais, of course, by the World War um, One two soldiers because of course uh, French names were were unpronounceable by from the English, you know, soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> and. Um, the first thing he said, because of course all the buses have the microphone thing to talk to everyone on the bus. Oh, like a tourist. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah cool. So my my history teacher, the guy who talked to me about the concussion, uh, said as soon as we began driving through France, he said bonjour, <laughs> which was the most obvious thing to say, but I thought it was hilarious at the yeah. time. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, it is like I don't know, it feels like a dad joke. It, you know? Yeah, it was anyway. So we all replied bonjour back, or we're finding it hilarious. <laughs> Um, of course, we then had to do the rest of the journey in the coach all the way to Belgium. Yeah. Ypres. And um, what was the hilarious is as we crossed the border, it's an open border. There's no checks between Belgium and France. Um, and it was all hilly in France. And honestly, the moment you cross the border, everything's flat. In yeah. Everything is flat. Yeah, I think I slept on this um, coach ride, so I don't really remember, don't remember like leaving France and entering Belgium. I just kind of remember waking up at like yeah, because uh, I was still but... too hyped. I couldn't. I mean, even though I I couldn't sleep still. Um, so we are then we then drive. I think it was another two hours at least until mm. we reach Ypres, which uh, our history teachers also told us was nicknamed Wipers by the um, troops because again they can't they couldn't say the word. And uh, a little bit of history for you. They then started up the Wipers Times, which was a trench um, newspaper, oh. which was circulated by the English troops, of course, to keep morale up. So it had yeah. jokes and things in it. And, you know, there you go. It was nicknamed the Wipers Times. But Did anyway. you have a page free? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, this one's for you, boys. <laughs> keep fighting the good fight. <laughs> the flowers. Uh, so, yeah. So we were we were uh, we arrived and uh, I know we did some obviously tours around the city. We went to the museum. There. Uh, what in in the in, city centre? Yes, yeah. I went to this one too. There you go. I will talk about this more. I wanted, yeah. So well, in that case, I I won't talk too much about it. No, um, you go ahead. I, right. I only have like. A... Well, we we came in and we went around and uh, a lot of students were 
were understandably just getting very bored very quickly. It's a museum. You have to read stuff. It requires concentration, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So a lot of them were going around it in mega quick time. Oh, we've done it. We've done it. You know, we went around the museum. But at the exit, there were the four or five teachers had sort of set up a roadblock and in which they were going, no, that was far too quick. Go back and do it again. Go back and learn. Um, that was, you've, be, you've only been in the museum for like 10 minutes. Go back and do it again. Mm-hmm. And of course, there was like a minimum of like half an hour until they actually let people out again. Yeah. So, no, that was far too quick. I think half an hour is very um, like, you know, that's, that's pretty quick. That is yeah. pretty quick. I think we spent at least an hour in there. So the next stop was, ex- this was extremely memorable. Uh, I can remember this very well. Um, the chocolate shop. We had a chocolate this shop. This is oh probably God, the same man. chocolate shop. Now, um, this guy who ran it, I think I think it was a couple, uh, you know, a husband and wife duo. Uh, they made the, all the chocolate above the shop and then they, they put the chocolate in the shop below. It was sort of a really sort of homemade affair. Yeah. And... Um, this guy was extremely passionate about chocolate, you could tell. Um, and he clearly made big bucks off of all the all the schools went there. So it was probably the same shop. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Did you get the school discount as well? Yes. Yeah, it, it probably was the same one. Um, as soon as yeah. so we, we came in and um, and he, he had this headset on, you know, microphone on. You know, so he was sort of so he could project his voice to everybody in this very tiny shop. But we had to do it in twos because, of course, it is a small shop and there were too many of us to all fit in there at once. And he was so like, oh, hello, you can have you can uh, you want the here's the deal. Here's the school deal. Uh, you get a big box, that's 20 euros. And you get two packs of marshmallows of that. And you get one box. He was an amazing guy. Um so he did these deals, these sort of, you know, these big gold boxes of chocolate. Yeah. Big one was like, you know, 20 euros, middle one, 10 euros, small one, five euros. You get a free bag of marshmallows with all of them. Um, and I remember, I, remember, I remember I went for the medium-sized one with the sort of pack of marshmallows. Mm-hmm. And there were other things in the shop. There were, you know, other more expensive things. There were waffles other boxes of chocolates but i think he made it out like this is the school deal you should just buy this stuff yeah um so i spent about 10 euros or 15 euros there that's decent um and it was you did get a heck of a lot of chocolate for that price as well it was yeah. pretty good i think i remember getting it i got like some like big selection box, yeah so like yeah yeah, back yeah. Show with family. um and as soon as we went out because the first thing we did was we did an impression of the guy in there nice. as soon as we came out oh we see that guy hello i'm that man <laughs> Um, it's, we all found that hilarious. He's probably um, so passionate because well, yeah. he was just about to get like hundreds of euros yeah. off his kids. So if you if you <laughs> very, have very good of, yeah. of a hundred euros or not doing a funny voice, <laughs> I know exactly which one I would pick. I mean, he was just it was. It's actually fantastic that shops like that still exist because. Mm. You're just never going to get that enthusiasm in, in Aldi or Tesco. No. You, you know, these small shops do put out all stuffs to be friendly and energetic yeah. and kind. And like it family is, businesses. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, yes, the chocolate shop. Um, of course, the kids who have already eaten their lunch mm. are now already eating their chocolate, of course. The fools. The fool. I think, yes, the fools. I've got They're lunch gonna, and chocolate. You know what's going to happen? They're going to have a sugar crash. Yes. Well, Cassel. I will get on to this. Yeah. Um, Sorry for interrupting again. Yeah. Because I went to a chocolate shop as well. 
Um, in Belgium? In Belgium. I mean, it probably yeah. is the same one. Probably the same one. Was it like in the city centre? It was. It was in a. It was in a. It was in a built-up area. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So was we it near the cathedral. You know where that museum is. Yeah, lots of old buildings. Yeah, nearby. Yeah. I want. I want to say it is. I think it probably was. Yeah. So, um, but we we went to. It might have been the same one, but we entered in. It was the exact same. You know, lots of chocolate. You know, waffles and everything. And we're like, oh my god, what are you gonna get? I don't know what you're gonna get. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get that. And then it was obviously staggered, but news filtered through to to the people that were still waiting that you have to look up at the very top shelves. There was something so funny and so hilarious. There is something at the top shelves of the shop that you have to look up, and there. But it is so funny. So and somebody would go in, they would come out, and they would come out in hysterics and say, "You have to look at the top shelf. Have to look at the top shelf." And so when I finally get in, go in, and of course the first thing I do is look at the top shelf, and along this row of this top shelf behind the counter, it's just this sort of array of of chocolate moulded in in the shape of some quite phallic thing. Right, I see. <laughs> and and so, so and so basically this chocolatier had had made chocolate dicks, chocolate genitals and not oh, just please tell me you bought a, a choco cock. Well <laughs> choco cock. Well there were various sizes. There were, you know, some that were, you know, only about that big, some that came in multi packs. But there was was there was there was one. <laughs> there was like different like chocolate. There was dark chocolate. Yeah. No, no, no. They went one better. They they made it dark. They made it like milk chocolate, and then just at the very top of it, a little bit of white chocolate. Oh god! <laughs> no, they didn't. They did. What a, what a sense of humour they have. Is this a dream you had? <laughs> but his alarm went Genuinely off. real. It was genuinely real. The, choc- the novelty chocolate the, yeah, Unbelievable. Yeah. And there was this massive one. It was about the same size as like Yours? our torso. No, bigger. Our, like, our torso. No, not bigger than that, right? <laughs> you can hold it in one hand. <laughs> oh. Oh. It's so mature, I love it. Yes, it is, yeah. It was only a matter of time. I don't think I'm going to beat that. Um, but, a chocolate yeah, this, cock. This, this massive cock. About this. <laughs> Sorry. This massive cock. I love how you... <laughs> we'll get through this, boys. We'll get through it. I'm only halfway through the journey. Oh. It's still at least... A couple uh, that, of hours of content. I'm almost there. Funnily <laughs> <laughs> enough, somebody oh. bought this massive cock and said exactly that. Wait, really? Yeah. Uh, great, no, yeah great minds. Think yeah, of this, this guy bought this massive chocolate cock that was about the size of its torso. Nice. And um, we said, oh, what? So why did you buy a chocolate cock? You know, you there, there were plenty of other chocolates in there. Why did you... You know, it just tastes the same, and says, "Oh, it's it, it it it's not for me. It's 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 a present." <laughs> I'm like, "A present for who?" 
He bought this massive fuck off chocolate cock for his dad. Oh. <laughs> Sweet, isn't it? When, oh. when kids buy their uh, we had a parents. Similar, we had a similar thing when I went to Italy. One of my best buddies, he bought penis pasta home for his mum. It's for little things. It's, 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 it's for little things. Well, oh, sometimes it's a really fuck up massive thing. <laughs> sometimes it's for big things. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! I think I don't think we're I don't think we're podcasts coming up better than this. I think, I think we I think we peaked. With all downhill from here. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So so I'm gonna begin the downhill bit now. Um, sure. And um, yeah. So we noticed on the window. This was quite cool. On the window, he ha- he put up a list of the schools that were visiting him. That you know we are welcoming. And we were on the list. I mean, he had about six or seven schools coming that day. He would have made at least a good three, four thousand euros. I'd say, yeah. It's more if he had chocolate <laughs> steak. I must say, I don't remember that. Because some so, kids are really irresponsible with money. Yeah. Yeah. But I think some kids buy. did instantly blow it in all in the chocolate shop. But um, It's a good place to spend it. Anyway, so then we make our way, I think, towards the uh, the sort of the serious part of the, the, the you know, um, in the Menham Time Gate and the Flanders Field Cemetery. Oh, yeah, the Menham Gate. Yeah. Um, and um, all, the, all the, like, historic locations. Yes. Where, like, monuments yes. now. And what's really interesting about Ypres is that um, apparently all the buildings were bombed, but they were rebuilt in the same bricks. Yeah. In a sort of sort of fragmented style. A lot of the city centre was uh, reconstructed after the war. So yeah. you know the cathedral I mentioned, like yes. the Gothic one? Yeah. That one was built in the 1200s, I want to say. Yeah, and sounds about right. The spire, the spire of that was like completely, completely obliterated, yeah. and that was one of the things we had to remake. Yeah. As yeah. well as like other buildings there. This, yeah. But that was the most like uh, iconic one, I think. This, yeah, I, I do remember that. Um, so anyway, so the Menem Time Gate is obviously marks the border where the f- soldiers would walk to and from the battlefields. Mm-hmm. Uh, so of course it's very significant and um, just ginormous archway with hundreds of thousands of names on it, and all of the names are, are people that have fallen in in the in the. I oh, know, no, hang on. I think it's yeah, it's people that have fallen in yeah. the war, um, and of course it's got a. It's got a, a brochure next to it, so tourists can look up specific names mm-hmm. uh, to see if you've got a great, great whoever. Well, yeah, we, we did the same thing. Um, so yeah. we, when we were like checking out the monuments, we all went to because it was all alphabetical. Yes, we all went to like you know, I went to B for Burr, and I went to see if I could find anyone from the uh, who had the same last name as me. And I think there was like a couple of people. Yeah, so I didn't have any. There were no oh, really? No. You must have been really good fighters. Yeah, well, I, I guess so. Um, <laughs> well, there were no Cramptons either, I remember. That's um, interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so from there on, you know, we go to the, the Flanders Fields, uh, which is quite incredible because there's just so many graves. I mean, it's just yeah. unbelievable. And, of course, what's so brilliant about them is that generals, corporals, privates... It doesn't matter. They all have the exact same size grave. Yeah, they're all sort of e- represented equally in the um in the uh, cemetery. And what's brilliant is that the relatives do not have to pay for the upkeep as well. It's funded by the Belgian government, and the graves are always being looked after. So mm-hmm. they're always immaculately clean. Grass is obviously very short and nicely cut. I know um, it's like as morbid as it sounds. It was actually really nice there. Like it's yeah. actually quite 
morbidly beautiful. I mm. I agree with you. And actually, up until this point, you know, it, 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 it's it's a hundred. Well, maybe not a hundred, but sixty or seventy. Um, rowdy thirteen-year-olds oh. are now all suddenly quiet. Oh yeah, looking around, uh, and some of them eating their lunch and their chocolate, bearing in mind. And um, they're walking, you know, all walking around the the graves, looking at the graves, just very quietly. And it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and sort of at least with I, I remember doing it. It, it was a sort of case of very sort of read because you know you read about it in history books and whatnot. But it was the first time I kind of realised the world is so big. Yeah. So much bigger than just a bit of school. And then you go along and fuck around with your mates. Yeah. And and so it was quite... I don't know what the word is. But Inject- yeah, impactful, was, maybe? Yeah, yeah. impactful. Because yeah. it's, it. it's definitely one thing to like hear and read and like, yeah. and like learn about these things, but to actually like go there. Because where Flanders Fields is, it's... It's the location of where the second battle of Ypres took place. Mm. So, um, actually, like standing where you know that that, that stuff it happens. All happened, yeah, yeah. So um, it's weird, actually. It is really weird. Yeah, and and it does put it into perspective. And you know, do I do recommend do recommend it? You know. So from there on in, I think it was just a journey back. Really, I think by mm. this point it was later on in the day. Of course, there was lots of uh, history, educational bits in which taught, the teachers talked for a moment, you know, about the stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we started making our way back, I think, in the same fashion. And that's when I fell asleep, actually. So yeah. it's like, OK, my body's got my body's it's now oh. on the way back home. So I can go to sleep. Now. You're probably up um, for like, want to say, like 18 hours or something. Hours. Yeah. 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 Uh, so we arrived back. It's 11 o'clock now in the evening, so pretty much 24 hours on the go. And uh, then my mum takes us back the other way. But I found out uh, a few years after this that when my sister was doing the same trip when she was in year nine, when she was 13, it's turned into a a one-night trip. Really? They now stay a night. It's overnight now. Yes. So ridiculous. And I used to say in a sort of a granddad way, oh, well, we we did it in 24 hours, got up at midnight, came back at 11 o'clock. Much more efficient. We were in, we were out. I mean, they still had to wake up at like 4 a.m. But I still like, no, no, no. I still have to. I got up at. Surely, like, what? what, I don't see why we need to go. I think it's because it's the journey to Kent from where we were. It was like five hours. And that's like half day gone already. If you were to leave at nine or ten, like a normal person, you. You arrive. Oh, I said, uh, as, as inconvenient as it is, I suppose they had more time over the yeah, two days. Yeah. They did have more time. That was the. Did, thing. did, uh, did she do anything different to you? you Literally the same thing. And I think the same chocolate shop. <laughs> just more free same, time. Yeah, either. just slightly more free time. And they could they could take time more time on stuff. I guess so. Um, yeah, um, that's more manageable, I suppose. But it was a fantastic trip and uh, hmm. genuinely quite fun and and uh, it was happy memories and and it was. Uh, it was good. It was a nice trip. Yeah, yeah. I do like the history trip trips. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're always. Yeah. So I'll, I'll speed through um my 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 oh, story. Oh yes, your, uh, your... All right, cool. So I mean, very much the same. Twenty-four hour trip. Got yeah. up very early. And from uh, Birmingham as well. Yeah, probably one of the it's like the most landlocked uh, city in England. Yes. Wow. So one yes. of the worst places to go from. Really? Yeah. And I similar to you actually like. I didn't really have any like super close friends going, mm. 
So I, uh, I, you know, I, I just spoke to other people, and by yeah. the end of it, we, uh, we got on well and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, we had a long trip down to the, uh, down to Kent. First time seeing the White Cliffs of Dover, so that was that was a little exciting thing for me. Up onto the ferry, first time on the ferry as well, yeah, and cool. I didn't realise how big these things were. Yeah, like yeah they, they're pretty massive. There was like a full canteen. There was like loads yeah. of lounges yeah. and like there was an arcade, which wow. I, I spent a lot of time in. We did not. Have I do an remember arcade. that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. did. I don't think oh, really? I had an arcade. Hmm, I don't know. Maybe no, no. This we we don't tell the Scottish kids about the arcade. Oh, um, that's our thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, man, we really wish there was an arcade. Uh, yeah, know. I really wish there was one. Damn. Um, uh, yeah, I spent a bunch of time in the arcade. I used. I went on one of those dance machines. Oh, I love that. It's kind of one of the reasons why I don't do just dance now because it was really, it went really bad. <gasps> it's like I what, what song did I choose? I I chose. Every time we touch, or every time I touch, oh, every time right. we touch. Oh yeah, every time we touch. Again, yeah, stuff that. like that. Yeah. Oh, I love that song. And it's one game. of those where it's like it's super fast paced. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I like this song. I'll, I'll give this one a go, but not realizing it, it actually said like very hard difficulty. <gasps> and I, <laughs> I, oh man, I must have looked like some like some some spider monkey dancing on this machine. I got like 20 seconds in, and it said, "You lose." Because if you do so bad, it just ends and like you, yeah. you lose your money basically. Yeah. And much like you guys, I had like other schools with us as well. So I had loads of kids from different schools kind of watching oh, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that uh, that was fun. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I had some food after that. I got I got fish and chips. Um, but I I had I don't know. It was I only brought euros with me because it, I only thought I'd be spending money in Belgium. And I got really stressed out about the fact I didn't have to pay for fish and chips with, with euros, and I didn't know if they were going to accept it or not. Of course they do, but I didn't know it at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. in the line thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm so ready to cause a scene if I can't get my fish and chips. Yeah. I will cry. I will. Hopefully, someone will pay for me. Yeah. And uh, when I got to the till, I'm like, can I pay with euros, please? I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Oh, nice. <laughs> so in the end, I got my fish and chips. I got oh, yeah. to eat. Bought... Yeah, because they accept both currencies, I think. On yeah. Yeah, because yeah. obviously it goes back and forth. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It, it makes sense that they would, but it's a little anxious 14-year-old um, me. Yeah, yeah. It was quite scary. And the, I think, yeah, I wasn't really with anyone at that point. I hadn't uh, grouped up with people. Cause I, I grouped up with people in free time, you know, when you sort of go up yeah. and do your own thing for a bit. Uh, I mean, it's pretty much like identical trip. Once we once we get to, uh, you know, we got to France, drove to, drove to Ypres. We uh we did Flanders Fields first. Yeah, yeah. And then we went to another little museum, which I don't know if you guys did, but it, it has one of the last remaining trenches and you can actually go in and like Gosh, walk around. I don't it. think we did do oh, that, no. That sounds vaguely familiar. You might have done it. I think we might have done it. Because that. it was on the way to the city centre, so we stopped off there. And other than that, it wasn't like a big museum. It was like So is it being preserved outside or is it being brought sort of it's pretty much just like yeah, I think it's been preserved. Like, the French is like, they've built the museum around it. Around it, okay. But yeah, it's not like yeah. a huge museum. It's like, like I want to say like a small wooden building. Yes. And they have like things like old like clothes and like yeah. war memorabilia in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing, uh, nothing huge. Yeah. I think the trenches were like the main attraction. Mm. But of course we went to the city centre as well. And for um, massive chocolate cock. <laughs> yeah, well, before, before, we get sent, before we got sent off to a... Uh, to, to do our own thing, we did go, get to visit the chocolate shop, which is one of my favourite bits, which mm. was really good. What, what, 
What kind of chocolate do you guys like? Let's have a little segue. Because <sighs> I'm, I'm quite big on mint chocolate, but I know that's like a particular... It's, I, a, it's an acquired taste. I I like your bog standard milk chocolate and white chocolate, and maybe dark chocolate, but beyond that, no. I, I am no? a purist. No, no, no flavours? No, no, sorry. Oh, it's got honeycomb <laughs> or nuts or no. It's chocolate. Just give me straight, pure... Chocolate. Normal chocolate. It's not difficult. James is a chocolate racist, everyone. Oh, wow. Um, no, yeah. Uh, um, that's an exclusive here on the podcast. <laughs> I think I like milk. I think, yeah, milk chocolate. But white chocolate is very nice, which, fun mm. fact, doesn't include any cocoa in it. Yeah, which is, is why dogs have Can it. eat it, yeah. Because it's not oh. the chocolate as a whole, it's the cocoa in the chocolate. Yeah. Which is why dark chocolate is really, really bad for them yeah. because it has yeah. more cocoa than milk yeah, chocolate. Yeah. And they can have white chocolate yeah. because it doesn't yeah. have cocoa yeah. in it at all. Yeah. Oh, no bells and chocolate though. It it's was really nice. I do not like dark chocolate because I think it, for me, is too bitter. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm I mean, not I, I find it's good in, in small amounts, but you can't eat as much of it as you would like normal milk. What, like in one chocolate. sitting? Yeah. What about like orange chocolate? Do you guys, you, you guys like chocolate orange, like a Terry's or something? Yeah, usually. I mean, it's not my go-to. It's kind of like a traditional thing at Christmas, which is nice. Ah, okay. Yeah. It's a, it's so, a Christmas chockey. Yeah, it's a Christmas chockey. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I'm. I think I'm sort of, you know, indifferent on it. But I'm with you in that I really do like mint in yes. chocolate, uh, particularly ice mint chocolate chip ice cream. Oh yeah. my go-to ice cream flavour. Nice. Um, I am the exact opposite. I hate mint chocolate. I hate well, mint when... ice cream. <laughs> I hate mint in general. When me and Jacob are sharing an ice cream, you can't lick it. It's... Very good point. <laughs> you just have your spoonful of salt and we're... we're hello, can I get uh, mint, we, mint chip and, and a spoonful of salt for this guy? We, we have a nice sweet tooth. You've got a nice salty, salty yeah. tooth. savoury tooth. <laughs> oh. Oh. Honest, I saw something on Facebook once that was like, oh, if you like mint chocolate, you might as well just like this. And it was a picture of a Colgate Toothpaste <laughs> on yeah. top of chocolate. No, it's yeah. not the same though. Yes, it is it's the same. The mint just overpowers the chocolate so much, and all you can do is just oh. taste like you're brushing your teeth. I think, like, universally, people like hate coconut chocolate the worst. Like bounties? Yeah. Nope. Disagree. Oh, bounties. yeah. You. It's another what exclusive. What is wrong with you? You just. Because you like bounties. Yes, what? I like that. I, there are clearly people who like bounties because they're still making bounties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like per- perverts, that's who. Oh, no. Come on. No, honestly, I, I will eat them, yeah. but I don't enjoy them. Okay, fair <laughs> it's enough. It's like, you know, if you've had like a, ba- a ton of celebrations and the bounties are just sitting there, I, I admit, you may as well finish I them I admit it's an, it's an acquired taste. Yes. Um, but... I, I do I do like it. It's like Marmite, isn't it? Yeah, you love yeah. it or you hate it. Yeah. But no. one of the benefits is like if you're showing like a tub of chocolates, you know. It, oh yeah, you get all the bounties. Exactly. Yeah. No one, if yeah. no one yeah. else is going to touch you, you can have them all to yourself. So, you know, pros and cons. I mean, my yeah. mum's the same. She doesn't like coconut and chocolate either. Um, but Snickers, absolutely despise Snickers. Really? Yeah. Again, like I'll eat them, but not not. It's, they're it, not my go-to. See, it's, I yeah. love I love twirls. 
Okay. Oh, they're so, yeah, nice. I feel they're so underrated. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's just like a flake, except it can actually stay together and there's yeah. no mess and there's no yeah, it's, uh, faffing about. It's better, con- it's better like, it's yeah. constructed better. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It, take, it takes away the messy element, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And when, you know. And a whisper is good as well. Mm. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Just, uh, it's nice, thick chocolate. Yeah, it's nice and light as well because it's got like the air holes in it. Yes. So, yeah. you know, you feel like it's a tiny bit, tiny bit healthier because it's not mm. solid chocolate. But anyway, I'll, uh, we'll move on from the chocolate talk. Yeah, we, we after the chocolate shop, we went off and had some free time. There was one kid on our trip who he was like a bit worried about not being able to speak the language of uh, the Belgian. He said, Sir, what, but what if. But what if they speak to us in Belgianese? <laughs> Which, of course, isn't a language. It's not a language. You know, they, no. they speak like Dutch, French, and German. Yeah, they, they all, I mean, everybody spoke English in Belgium. Yeah, well, it's one of, like, the hot tourist locations. Yeah, this is With, the thing. And, like, in yeah. Europe, you'll find most, like, city centres. Like, yeah. there's a lot of people yeah. that speak English yeah. there, like the staff. Anyone who you'd need to speak to. <laughs> Belgianese. Belgianese, I know, ridiculous. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, luckily, I didn't bump into I didn't bump into a single person who spoke Belgianese. Oh, that's uh, good. English, yeah. actually. Which was, yeah, 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 yeah. So whilst everyone went off on their free time, uh, you know, they just went to shops, had like bits of food. Me and my little select group of friends, we went to that museum that you mentioned. You know, in the uh, cathedral. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, and being being the nerd I am, I because uh, this one wasn't up. Uh, this one wasn't in the itinerary. It was like an optional one. And yeah. the history teachers recommended we go. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure me and my two friends were the only people that went to it. Aww. I know, because everyone else had, like, fun. Like, oh, they went up and did their own thing. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I was we, actually, We like, just did boring stuff we all learned. I, I was genuinely interested. Like, it was interesting. It was yeah. a really interesting museum. Because up until this point, we'd been to, like, two... We'd been to... We did we did Menningate, we did Flanders Fields. Uh, we did, like, the Museum of the Trenches. So, like, we've had, like, a very rich day of history. I'm like, man. I want to, I want to keep this going. Keep, I want to learn a little more. So yeah, we're hungry for knowledge. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we did this museum, and this is where where we came out of the museum, and it was time to kind of reassemble with the group before leaving, yeah. and we were running a little late. So we needed we needed to get back to the group quick, and we got a bit lost. So I got my phone up and I'm like, don't worry, guys, I've got maps on my phone. I'll find the quickest route to to where we need to meet up. And then we, we might get left behind. We're not going to have to start new lives in Belgium. This is what I was worried about. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I found, I actually found a shortcut on my, on my map. Oh, yes. And we, we uh, it was through this courtyard. And I, I said to my friends, guys, we can cut through this courtyard and go through this building. And then we should get to the city centre, which is where we need to go. So they, they followed my leads and we walked out into this, this nice courtyard. It was very busy, though, actually. There was like rows of chairs, lots of people there. Uh, interesting uh, instrumental music and a, and a bride, actually. <gasps> so it, what happened was we, I'd, <laughs> we'd come through this courtyard and there happened to be like a wedding taking place. <laughs> and so, so where we were... It's where it was behind the groom and bride were standing. So so we were like in like everyone's like line of view. Yeah. And we had to kind of like sneak along behind <laughs> where these, pe- these two people were getting married. And then we like uh, we went into this shop and came out the other end and uh, met up with the group. So that's how I accidentally gate crashed a wedding. Oh my gosh. 
I know. That's brilliant. I really like to think that some somewhere I'm like in some wedding photos. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Or, Just put your head down, going, I cannot be seen entirely. It's, it's really bad though, because like you know, it's, that's someone's you know, that's someone's very special day. It's funny though. It is funny. You have yeah. to laugh. You know? I think I'd laugh if it was my. Yeah, I would I, laugh. I think, yeah, yeah. I would be pretty confused, which is the right emotion to think. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. After that. And not, not really much else to say, really. You know, got the ferry back. Uh, I, had a, I had a little photo shoot on the ferry, which was nice. Just killed time. Oh, okay. And uh, that's about it. So that was my time in Belgium. So let's summarise. What did we think? It was really good. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it was, admittedly, it was quite a long time ago. It was over 10, yeah. well, probably 10 years ago now. So it was quite a long time ago. But oh. what I remember of it, it, it was really good fun. Um, and it was sort of like one of the first times I actually went away without my parents. Oh, okay. And, and so it was like, oh my God, this big thing. And it was really, really good fun. Oh, good. I'm glad. I think my favourite bits, I mean, the chocolate was really good. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, the chocolate was good. But it was chocolate also... Chocolate and the mega cock. <laughs> <laughs> the, the chunky cocky. The mega, sorry, mega cockus rex. <laughs> and um. But no, it was very rich with history, which was really cool. Uh, yeah, the chocolate was good too. <laughs> I like the chocolate. I like the history. Yeah, it was one of my favourite trips ever. It was. It was really interesting. Uh, it was good to sort of, you know, have a laugh with the teachers as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, if 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 I wish, you know, we could do this sort of memory replay thing like a video yeah. which we could sort of just relive it again i think if i could do that that's the trip i would i would want to relive That'd be oh, brilliant wow. yeah but so it's a good country go and visit it yeah it's oh. very interesting we'll take a break this now. has we'll been sponsored by the belgium tourist board <laughs> <laughs> no, sponsored um... by belgian chocolate <sighs> okay so now it's time for the new segments new segment a new segment calls did you know did you know did you know? So, for for anyone who doesn't know, um, this segment it will it will get, we're going to look at either a historical event, a fun fact, a news article, and you guys tell me whether or not you knew it. It's as simple as that. Okay. okay. Mm, nice. Okay. Yeah. So, Jacob, James, did you know that when you're falling asleep and you feel like you're falling, you know, in like like a like you're in kind of like a dream state yes. when you yeah. jump awake? Yeah. That's, oh. that's actually. Uh, your that's actually your body starting up your heart again because you got so relaxed your heart almost stopped. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. No, yeah, it's, a, it's a psychology fact we learn wow. in like A level. But yeah, it's 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 a weird I, one. I did know that. So so yeah. it's like yeah. you're you're too relaxed. Your body's almost like going into yeah. Yeah, your, your body's almost down. worried it's going to die basically. Exactly. It's so sort of yeah. You have to have to like jumpstart your heart. Yeah. Like no, don't die on me. Come on, you're just taking a nap. But, uh, and it's it's obvious it's quite scary because you need to go oh immediately yeah. wake oh up oh my again. god yeah I do yeah because um, I'll be falling asleep and it, it's just like you, your heart is there going oh yeah you're having a nice sleep surprise yeah <laughs> yeah it's a it's a scary one yeah. it's like a defibrillator it's like your own on the freaking defibrillator yeah maybe it is anyway yeah. So uh, ways to stop that are to raise your arm if you're trying to sleep. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. If you if you want to stay awake, because you can't actually like go to sleep if you keep your arm raised because it will fall, and then you'll kind of wake up. So oh. then you raise it again, 
and then if it falls, you wake up. Oh, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or if you're driving and you can't do that, you could listen to like something funny because you can't get, you can't fall asleep if you're laughing. Oh, well, that's yeah. interesting. So yeah, that was uh, did you know segment. Thank you very much. Short, Thank you. short and sweet. I did not know. I did know. So now the topic of the day today's toys. Oh, I've been looking forward to this. Yeah. Yes. So how about we start from the beginning, child, mm. childhood toys. Mm-hmm. What what kind of toys did you guys have growing up? What what's like the most memorable stuff? I was super, super like to a fanatical level into Power Rangers. Yeah. As a kid, like. Oh, I was into it so much. Not just for like a year, for like six, seven years I was into this. It was not just a phase, it's and a no. lifestyle. And and I, I like everything. I watched the show, mm-hmm. collected the Megazords, all the action figures, had bed sheets. Everything mm-hmm. was Power Rangers. And um, so I watched for like well into, long into my when I should have stopped so I should you, you know I was 12 or 13 and still watching Power Rangers people had moved on to like, yeah. to like older sort of yeah. stuff yeah but not you not, not me no, no sir and um, so yeah it was I, I just loved it as a kid and it was brilliant so yeah do you ever go back and like watch Power Rangers or? sometimes I do sometimes I do and it, I think it's because I, I look it up and it's actually still going yeah, like it, it, it's one of those that gets like rebooted very yeah. consistently. Yeah, every I think it like gets rebooted every year or two. So and... like you know, every generation has. Yeah, because I remember, yeah, when I was growing up, you would watch it, and the next year it would be a new new team. But a lot of the time, there was a team up episode where the previous team's year would come back and fight alongside the new oh, team. Like a like a crossover. Like episode. a crossover episode, That's cool. and it was mm. so cool, and yeah. Um, so yeah you had a childhood teddy didn't you Jacob like, uh, yeah I, I, I still have him uh, um, yeah he's uh, been with me ever since I was a baby there's pictures of the bear next to me in my cot in a glass cot they have in um, hospitals when a mm-hmm. baby's just been born um, yeah so yeah I still have him been on um, a long journey yeah, he's been he's been on he's been left at numerous hotels, <laughs> uh, but still finds his way back somehow. Perfect. Um, I don't know how it works. Obviously, I'm not a teddy bear, um, <laughs> but presumably they get the bus or something. But anyway, it's like Toy Story it comes to exactly. Life yeah, yeah. I think I was similar to you, Jake. I, mean, I, yeah. I, I, I had a teddy. Yes. And I was like really into Mr. Bean as a kid. So yeah. This teddy oh. went everywhere with me and it was like my teddy. Mm. So if I went to the cinema, it would sit next to me in yeah. some chair. Teddy, like that. yeah. I don't know if I. I think I tried to dress it up once in like my yeah. little clothes. Yeah, yeah. It was like uh, it was my best pal. He was your best buddy until I got a dog and she, <laughs> tore, and she tore it off. Oh no! <laughs> I still have it. Like his his ears falling off, and just like it was like a, a bit of exposed. Um, just a dog going. I'm number one best right now. Until <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a drop of sweat that goes down its face. Did the, I was going to um, say, did the dog say this this town ain't big enough for the both yeah, of us? Yeah, he grabs the big teddy by the collar. I said, "Listen here, you little shit." Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm Ryan's best friend now. Yeah. I tell you what, I do remember. I had a lot of was Matchbox Hot Wheel cars, oh. and I would, I would, uh, I would. Mine were some of them were pretty well battered up because they'd uh, they'd do various Stunts. missions around the garden. Missions. They'd, 
going to sand. That was another thing, like like garden toys as well, yes. like swings and stuff. Did yes. You, did, did you guys have any like garden stuff? Um, we had a swing set when we got um a little bit older, but we both me and Duncan were never super outdoorsy <laughs> kids. We preferred staying indoors. Yeah, I, I quite like my garden. I had multiple things. I I, I had a swing set as well. Mm. I did have a sand pit, but we had yes. to get rid of it because I kept eating the sand. Oh, no. <laughs> See, I was I was one of those kids. I used to put everything in my mouth, but I've made a list of the things that I, I've used to like. I used to eat. So I used to eat the sand from a sand pit. I used to chew on ink cartridges that used to like explode oh, and kind of pop. So you like, would eat everything. So you? if it was like ink or on my mouth, my parents were like, "Ryan, what have you done? Have you eaten an ink cartridge?" I'd be like, "No," because <laughs> like there's like loads of ink around my face. <laughs> I once sucked on one of my mum's phones and broke, broke oh, it. Oh, no! It got so bad to the point where my parents had to have the poisons unit on speed dial. But, no yeah. way! But the worst thing I ever put in my mouth was, was on one of the holidays. We were coming back from a, a, a camp in Wales, and we went to like a party the night before, and we got yeah. given these glow sticks. And I chewed on the glow sticks. Oh, gosh. And I drank the liquid that was inside. No! Yeah. And on the car ride on the way home the next day, I was we had to pull over because I was spewing this fluorescent green <gasps> vomit all over the side of the road. It got, it was, that was probably the worst thing I, I consumed. Apparently this is a condition, well, though. <laughs> in children, kids that have a sort of an urge to put oh, things in their um, mouth, they shouldn't do. It's yeah. like a psychology thing. Yeah, like, you don't leave for like a stage of like uh, I don't know, sucking on things and like chewing on things. Yeah, it's probably some, probably something like Freud's brought. <coughs> I don't know. Yeah. Oh, probably some Ruddy of Freud. Some He's of, got every, some Freud. of his drivel. You yeah, know. I do. I remember having. See, we had quite a small garden, so I don't think we could really have big. Okay. Although we did have an, I think it was an old second-hand paddling pool that was in the shape of like a van. It was a sort of a shallow sort of. It, it like, had like um, a seat bit that you could sit on. Was it kind of like those race car beds, but like it a was sort of pool? like that? Yeah. Okay. Um, I can picture. I remember that. we got a f- what were called. I don't know if they still do them, but they were. I think they were called flat balls. That were like they were like a second <gasps> oh, thing, I remember and you could these. turn them into a frisbee. Yeah. Throw oh them my and they god! Would turn I into think a ball. I remember them. Yeah. yeah. But. We were quite disappointed with ours because it never would stay flat. Oh really? It never. It would always pop back yeah, out. Yeah, I think I think ours was similar. Like it would yeah. pop down and was flat for a little well, while, but well, if you held it and didn't throw it immediately, <coughs> it would it would pop, pop back yeah. out after like ten seconds. They were quite stiff toys, and like it was kids yes. who had them, so it was quite difficult to yes. actually, like you know push it down because yeah. they'd, they'd resist. But the thing about them is, I would have loved to have been in that board meeting in which somebody puts their hands up and goes. Why don't we reinvent the sphere, the ball? I don't think it's good enough. Whoa, hang on. You don't think the ball is good enough? Let's make it flat. But that's not a ball. No, it is a ball because it will turn into a ball. You know, it was almost like a, it was a cross between a frisbee yeah. and a ball. And what amazes um, me is, is the exact opposite of what most, you know, marketing and executives want, which is lots and lots of things to sell. So and charge them so you get lots of money. You know, yeah. most people go right. Let's make a ball and a frisbee. Let's make a ball and a frisbee, and you have to buy one each of them separately, and then play the game with them both. But no, let's make one thing that's two things, and just sell it. Yeah, 
But one thing I always wanted was a trampoline, and I never got a trampoline. Oh, oh we, yeah. But uh, I had a few friends that did. Yeah, my friend had one. Yeah. So it yeah. was always fun my, to go, to go around yeah. his house. Yeah, It's always been a good excuse. Like, yes. Not so much to see your friend, to go play on to the trampoline. On the tram- yeah. I always used to go, can we go on the trampoline? And my yeah. friend would be like, oh, why again? Like, no, I don't yeah. have one. Exactly. Yeah, my cousin's had the trampoline. Yeah. I feel like trampolines are one of those things, like, I don't know if you guys had this, but at, at school we had toy days, where, like, oh, at the yeah. last day of term you could, like, bring in your toys. Yeah. yeah. And, like, with trampolines, there'd always be kids who had, like, stuff that I'd be, like, super jealous of, like, really mm. cool things. Oh, yeah. So something that was big at our school were, like, wrestling figures. And the, the coolest kids would always have their own, like, wrestling ring to put the action figures in. And on tour day, everyone would like line up, get involved, like, oh, can we play in your wrestling ring? Yeah, I've got yeah. my figure, can we play in your wrestling ring? Yeah. Or like having like anything remote control as well was always mm. cool. Like, uh, oh, like fast remote control cars. I had cars loads and stuff. of remote control cars. Uh, you, you would have been the kid I would have been jealous of. Then. Really? Yeah. Well, I know. I had a few. I had so I sort of went through. So I'd get one, get rid of that one, get another one, a better one. Yeah, you like, like upgrade like each Christmas but you get like a the new model. worst the worst ones were I had a couple of these wired to the car wired remote what? so you so get, there's like, a wire coming out you get like three feet in the middle literally of yeah and um, so you had to run along with it and <laughs> and uh, get this get this forwards and reverse there's no left or right oh really so to turn a corner it's uh, uh, backwards, forwards, backwards, <laughs> forwards, backwards, forwards. Oh, I'm going the right way now. I can now go. But like, those were wow. worse. No, um, they, they but, sound awful. Yeah. I think, like, I must have been, like, a really envious child because I think back to, like, these things, the collectible things like cards, yeah. like Yu-Gi-Oh! or Pokemon and Match Attacks. And if someone had something better than me, I'd think to, I'd think to myself, like, oh, you bastard. Like, <laughs> I, I, I deserve that. Well, I like this more than you. I got, I started getting Match Attacks and Pokemons it was more of a thing to fit in, I yeah. think. Because, like, um, to this day, I don't care about football. Yeah. When Master Sex were around, I think I just liked having... I, I, think, I like the collective... Yeah. I liked collecting them, although yeah. I didn't know I didn't know who the players were or, or anything about, you know... Um, I was just saying, unless it was, like, Messi or, like, well, someone. Well, right. 2010 World <laughs> Cup, uh, they were bringing out the Master Attacks, and I start... That's when I got into them. And, um... In one pack, I got Lionel Messi on 101 Club. So 101 Defence, 101. Yeah. The best card in the pack at that time. Very popular amongst And the I kids. just remember thinking, not knowing really what it was, oh, it's, it's, nice, it's nice and gold. <laughs> oh, this one's shiny. I'll put, it, I'll put it in my deck. Yeah. And the next day, people... Just they do not realise what, what this is, what you have done. It's like, it's like I discovered... Uh, it's like me discovering the Tutankhamun, you know, burial, but thinking you know, it was just like, you know, a pile of, you know, old rocks. dustbins or something. Rocks, yeah. The way I imagine uh, it is you've got the golden ticket and everyone's trying to buy it off you in the, literally, in the candy shop. I got so many offers, people basically offering their whole collections just for messy. Mm. But I, dec- I declined them all. Um, As you should have to me, yeah. And now I should have I should have got rid of that card, sold that card at that time because it was worth loads. It's now worth like 10p, although we know James yeah. would still... <laughs> 10p is a lot of money to oh, James. Pennies <laughs> make pounds. Yeah. Um, I feel like that would be your piece of wisdom. I, th- I think now that you say it, it reminds me, I think there was a SpongeBob SquarePants episode like that. Yeah. Where it was. They collect stuff. Yeah, they, they were collecting like Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy stickers, the sort yeah. of <laughs> Batman and Robin of the, you know, 
under the sea world. And we're all like we're tired and washed yeah. up. <laughs> and so they were all collecting these stickers, SpongeBob and Patrick. And SpongeBob was really into it. And Patrick, he was a yeah. And and Patrick got the super rare, valuable one. Yeah. And SpongeBob was trying to to get it off him. Yeah. Trying to, and Patrick was like. No, 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 it's just a sticker. And he was mishandling it and misusing it. And it ended up all crumpled and all rag- ragged. And SpongeBob was there just going, What have you done? What have you done? It's super rare. And Patrick goes, Oh, it can't be super rare. And he brings out four more. <laughs> oh, good. So he must have got oh, all, he, the only five that were ever printed. And he got all of them. Oh. Can, I, can, I, can I say there's one toy? That I that I still have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in that room right now. Yes. And um, yes. So when I was ten, of course you you're now entering double figures. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know it's a mile milestone age, I guess, in in kid years. And my I didn't know anything about that much about model railways. And um, my dad bought me a train set. It was pretty big box and i tell you big rectangular boxes look very interesting in wrapping paper oh yeah because yeah, it can be anything exactly i think it's the most satisfying thing to wrap as well you're like yeah. that's good yeah it's pretty easy as well. uh, exactly nice. yeah like, um, like i think i had to wrap a teapot once yes. i wanted to kill myself <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, carry on. if you got such a nutty item like a teapot you'd oh, i'm just gonna give up it's just not gonna work <laughs> just put a bow on it Exactly. I should have gone for the bow. <laughs> it's all right. It's fine. But um, I mean, for, I, the way I presented it, to yeah, it was secret Santa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like it was obviously a fucking teapot. <laughs> so we we put all the secret Santa items amongst just tables, and there was like loads of different shapes and size of boxes. Yeah. And there was just this teapot-shaped item. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone thought to themselves, "Oh, I wonder what that is." is it oh, a yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, it's clearly a teapot. Yeah, but carry on. <laughs> Yeah, so um, it was my birthday, and there's this, you know, box. It's from my dad, and I open it, and it's just incredible. It's a Hornby Flying Scotsman with its carriages train set in double O gauge, and it's just these toys are the most beautiful thing you have ever seen. Is it like the? They are crafted with such precision and detail is beautiful and the noise that they make when they go around their track is it's 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 better than sex nice um (laughs) so i just and that's what got me into model railway and ever since and 10 years Mm. later i have dismantled that set i still have it under my bed but it's not particularly used anymore yeah but what i've now got is my engage set which is in my room next door um, and I'm making that into a proper, you know, because when I was a kid, it was just like a set. Yeah. Now I've gone on to the sort of proper modelers sort of world. But the ro- modelers, I think, need to remember where the where that all that came from, which yeah. was a toy. Began, it, yeah. it was a toy, a, a, and it was invented by Frank Hornby as a toy for for children to sort of learn and sort of you know play with it. And modelers have sort of it's become slowly more expensive throughout the years. Modelers have sort of gone to it and said oh this is mine now and yeah they put a big placard saying do not touch and you know um which is and, and don't get me wrong they modelers do amazing work and i'm trying to replicate it myself yeah. but you have to remember where they came from yeah. mm-hmm. it, it was a toy um, ironically i'm the same because I, I i have 
taken something from my childhood that I still do now. Yeah. Which because I am a really big fan of Pokemon. Yeah. I love the games. I tend to not play the card game or like watch the TV show, but I love the video games. And I it's just so much fun to play and, and whatnot. But there are there are people who whose whose job it is to fight you know, to do Pokemon battles professionally. Yeah. And um they they are you know, they go to competitions and win money for it. Well, I think with you bringing up Pokemon, James, yeah. and with you bringing up Model Rail- Rail- Railways, Jacob, yes, yeah. it's a perfect segue into, like, grown-up toys. Not oh, like, yes. Not, like, weird yeah, yeah. adult toys. Yes. I mean, like, toys that, like... No, definitely no, not that. Toys that have, like, no. stayed with us since, like, childhood. So, like, yeah. I think the one for me is Lego, because, like, I've always oh, yes. had Lego growing up. And, like, <clears> similar to Model Railways, as you get older, but you have, like, a range for, like, older people. Yeah. Like, it was, like, a bit more expensive, or, yeah. like, a bit more fiddly, stuff like that. But I, I think it's a great, like, collectible thing. And, like, it's a little tradition really for me is. to, like, yeah. get, get, like, um, like, it was, like, a birthday or Christmas present. That's, that's good. Have something to build in the morning. That's nice. Yeah. When, I... when, when there was a... Uh, all the Toys of Russes, like, went out of business not long mm. ago. And we were, like, selling stuff super cheap. I went recently and I bought a bunch of, like, plastic lightsabers. Oh, nice. To, to this day, it's still fun to, like, bash your yeah. girlfriend with. Or, like, yeah. us, you know? <laughs> that's... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. not a recommended tip, by the way. Well, she has one too. She can hit me back. Oh, there we go then. Right. But I, I, <laughs> I think they're 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 missing a market for adult toys, like because a lot of these, um, like lightsabers that you mm. had that you used to bash your girlfriend with <laughs> are just marketed for that kids. So bad. <laughs> um, and all sure. these, a lot. The only things I can really think of that is not specifically marketed to kids and all the adverts and all the stuff are sometimes Lego yeah. and video games. It depends on how it's like portrayed in like the adverts, right? Mm. But I don't know. Like I'll, I'll... I mean, I think you could go into a toy shop and buy toys and adverts. I mean, no, I mean, you... what's to stop you? Yeah, yeah no, yeah. no, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah, absolutely yeah. could. Yeah. But in all We're breaking adverts... down these like age, age barriers yes, 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 but, as, as time goes yeah. on. But like, I mean... On, in the adverts and how the companies market yeah, yeah. them, 99% of them, they market them towards kids. Oh, yeah. Speaking and of marketing, should we, should we like reminisce of some old well, famous uh, kids series adverts? It reminds oh, me of, adverts. and they still do them now, um, when I was a kid, I got fixed by an advert that was running, and they still do it to this day, and I'm sure if you're a parent... It will, if your child is probably 11 or 12, 13 in that area, it will probably ruin your life and your wallet, at least <laughs> two or 300, 400 pounds, which is um, these magazine issues. You know what I'm talking about? And it says, build the Back to the Future DeLorean in yeah. 95 yeah. issues. Right. Issue one, 99p, you go, that's good. And then in tiny little writing on the bottom, the rest of the issues are six ninety nine, which means that if you tally up the one thousand magazine issues, you've spent quite a lot of money. Yeah. Um, yeah, you have to get them to finish the model. Exactly. You know, I had a Harry Harry Potter chess set with the figures from the first film. So when they play the massive game of Harry Potter and Harry Potter and the Philosopher's the, Stone, the wizard chess. I I had a wizard chessboard and it was build a wizard chessboard in two or three hundred issues. And my mum still tells the day she goes that complete. I, I must have spent like five hundred quid on that flipping thing. But 
But anyway, you were talking about reminiscing about adverts. Adverts, yeah. The yes. ones I stick in my mind, the dolly girly ones always oh, had the classic yeah. sort of high pitched. Was it like the She ones... really goes to the toilet? It was like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. she shits out Play-Doh. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's like okay, yeah. But I don't um, know what the fascination of those were. Like I know I'm a boy and like I probably didn't like play with a lot of dolls. The ones yeah. the ones I used to love. Right. Um and I actually bought some of these as well with uh-huh. Sylvanian families. Oh yeah. Oh, my it... gran had Sylvanian yes. families at home and I love to play with them. I'm the, the same as James is now. That's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I remember they used to go, they, the advert used to begin with the sort of, it used to go, Sylvanian families. <laughs> and then there'd be a voice come over and they'd tell you a little story like, the rabbit fam, the white rabbit family are currently out of the shops. Gang, oh, get the bread in, get the, and then they go back home. And, and of course, that would be the set, would be the shop with the, you know, right, right. And so they would tell the adverts in a little story, you know, the beavers are going out for a trip on the lake. It's very Help them, help them. Yeah, it's very, it was very good. It's a family car. Yeah, exactly. Um, they're going on a picnic, you know, it's, oh, lovely. Um, Oddly enough, I don't remember a lot of ads targeted towards kids. But I do remember a lot of ads that were meant for grown-up things, like right. washing machines and car insurance. Oh, everyone, yeah. Yeah, because I think everyone, you know, who's like 22 to 24 you know, remembers. Do you know which one I really like? I really like the Shreddies one, because we would show like the old ladies used to knit. <gasps> oh, yes! Like for like in some kind of labour camps. <laughs> I used to think, yeah, yeah what? And then they would try to break out. Shreddies. Yeah, yeah they tried really to break do. out as well. <laughs> but no, I mean, of course, maybe that's like what old people homes are, but like yeah. labour camps where old people make shreddies. Yeah. And if they if they don't knit shreddies, they have like they have a fall or something, you know? Yeah, there was uh, the most. And I know we're gonna all gonna say this, but Go on. the hex bug advert. Oh, oh yeah. I'll take it away. A, a one, a two, a <laughs> one, two, three, four. What's that coming over the hill? Is it a hex bug? It is a hex bug. Nailed it. Well done. And <laughs> that was great because they basically did all of their work with the theme song because I remember getting a hex bug in this sort of round tube. Mm-hmm. They costed a heck of a lot of money. You like get them out, little, little thing, and you go, oh, it's rubbish. And yeah. I'm sorry if you liked the hex bugs <laughs> as a kid, but they were terrible. They were just, they were these faceless little bug things. I'm sure a lot of people agree with just you. They just vibrated around on the floor. And, and you could buy them sort of these marble run things, but you might as well just get a marble run. It's cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, they were a bit pointless. But everybody, I think they, the, the way they did well was they literally... Edited what's what's that coming over here? Was it a monster? And just put hex bug in there. Yeah. And yeah. suddenly they've got a hit on their it's hands. So simple, you know? but it was like um, so effective because it was already like a famous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah song. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 talking of toys that disappointed and weren't as good as you thought they were going to be, did either of you two do Beyblading? At all, I, I didn't, but like, I, there was another thing, but like, kids played at school as well. Yeah, I, like, I do remember. And it. I, I, I was so excited to get them all, and like, oh, yeah, this is going to be so awesome! Spinning tops that fight each other because in the show, because you know, every there was like from two thousand to two thousand and eight, there was a show, and then there would be something made of the show. But anyway, 
uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so in the show, um, there would always be some sort of animal comes out the top of the Beyblade, because, you know, it needs to be cool and exciting and wow and bam and pretty colours. Um, and and so, you know, whenever two people would fight with Beyblade, the animals would come out and they'd fight and it was so cool. And I thought, that's going to be so cool. And A, I remember being so disappointed when you would, you know, get your Beyblade, you would put it up and you would spin it and it'd go down and no animal would come well, out. Well, you wasn't, you wasn't going to expect, like, a Tyrannosaurus Rex <laughs> well, to come out of this metal and, disc. Well, I was hoping a little <laughs> bit more exciting For than just pounds, a, picture, a picture of the animal, and that's it. Like, surely, just this... I know it's not going to be a big, large, massive thing that's going to be moving. Just but a just dragon. a small holographic sort of Holographic? <laughs> what sort of technology do you think they're using? I don't know. I was, I was a kid. I was a gullible kid, yeah, well, okay? This is the problem. But they're not... As a kid, you do think they, well, they will look like yeah. that, but they, yeah. they don't. Because yeah. like in, in adverts, would like show things, and it would say, like, oh, like, this isn't included and stuff this like that. This is not yeah. a simulation. Yeah, you yeah, didn't yeah. listen to that. I know the thing yeah, about them... Yeah, that's for the adults. Yeah. yeah. The, the other thing about them was, on the show, they would all smash together, and, oh, my God, one would go on top of the other, and they'd make spinning tops look really, really cool, because that's what they were. They were just glorified spinning tops. Mm-hmm. So, of course, when you come to it and you want to play at home, you expect it's going to be really, really cool, and there's going to be bashing off, and there's going to be flips and turns and whatnot. Nope. Two, they're going to spin on one side of each other, completely on the opposite you know, far away from each other and they're just going to spin and they're not going to get any closer. They're not going to get any more. They're just going to spin in one spot until one falls down. And that was 90% of what, of playing the game. You were lucky if they met in the middle and there was a little clink and they went away again. Yeah. I think a lot of toys, I'm, a lot of toys were like very disappointing. Yeah. I remember some adverts for like, but just showed us trash. Like, there was the golden coin maker, where it was like, oh a, my gosh, yeah. a quick twist of a top, and wow, out comes yeah. your own golden coin. And it's like the very like cheap, crappy chocolate. That you yeah. probably make like. You've, you've made me remind. Sorry for interrupting. You made me. On, you made. It. You've reminded me of a just. I used to think that looks terrible, and I still think that looks terrible. Uh-huh. The magic tooth fairy game. Yes. Oh my god! Makes losing teeth fun. What sort of that tagline is that? Of a, what? Yeah, sounds like a fret in a way. Yeah. Makes losing it's teeth fun. fun. And it was this that, you know, you get a plastic tooth, put it under a fake pillow, and ooh, there's some ooh, gold now there. Now I get a fake coin for my fake tooth. It's like, yeah, but... Let's when you, do it again. I know exactly. The magic tooth fairy game makes losing teeth Like fun. I said, a lot of trash was like... You remember, I think the adverts were popular. They I, did, were. I didn't know anyone that actually had those kind yeah, of things. Yeah, no. I remember people making fun of those adverts. Yeah. As they should have done, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Is there any anything you had as a kid that you were surprised didn't go big? Are you anything you thought, uh, oh my god, this is amazing, 
and no one else you know had it, it. You know what it was for me? I, I had, because I was really into Ben 10 and I had the Omnitrix. Oh, I love Ben 10. And it, like, I put it on like, ben it was like, a, like an alien watch. Yes. Like, it made all the noises. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah, you yeah. slapped it down yeah, the railing yeah. you wanted and then, you know, kind of nothing would happen. Yeah. But it was still fun because it made the noises. Because you all had, you, did you have a favourite alien? Oh, yeah. And also, because I got it for book day, because I was, like, really oh, into Ben yeah. 10. I brought, like, a Ben 10 comic. And my mum, like, made a Ben 10 shirt for me. Aww. And she, like, stuck black cloth onto a plain white T-shirt. And I'm like, mum, this is perfect. Yeah, I think my favourite alien at the time was Accelerate, which was, like, a super... The fast one. A super yeah, speed alien. super speedy one. That's what it was. I basically. loved Upgrade. Upgrade. Yeah, that's a cool was... one. Do you know, I had a little thought, Ben. You know how we were talking about, like, uh, Polaroids coming, uh, becoming like popular again, like yeah. vinyl records. Maybe, maybe like for Golden Coin Maker and the Tooth Fairy game, I like sleep. <laughs> like sleeping hits, and like all of a sudden they're gonna take off. They're gonna take off. Give it, give it a few weeks. Give it a few years, and kids are gonna be like, "Oh, I was playing the Magic like, Tooth Fairy oh, game last have, night." Have you heard of this game? Our parents used to play, <laughs> and they get the little plastic tubes out. The Golden Coin Maker. They are sleeping hits. Oh, I'm, I'm calling it now. <laughs> Oh gosh! Yeah, um, I think we'll wrap up soon. So how right. about we talk about our our favorite toys? I think for me it's probably Lego because that's still that's still a hit with me. Yeah, I get like all the adult sets, so, like uh, the the architecture sets, but like models of like city skylines and stuff like that. A bit more fiddly, like you know, it's not quite like a Lego city anymore, but it's still fun. It's nice. Mine, mine has to be Power Rangers. Power Rangers. It has to of be course. an all time uh, favorite. All time, yeah. And what was the what's your oh, favorite Jacob? This is really difficult because I I did have loads of I had I you know I went through lots of phases of liking things apart from hex bugs which are rubbish. Um, it seems like yeah, yeah, rubbish. It seems like model railways are still. I yeah. think that's like the I longest lasting. It, it, it might be because it's so long lasting, mm -hmm. and I think my teddy as well because he's, yeah. he's lasted as well. But can I just say right now, the phrase "What's that coming over the hill?" is a hex bug. It wouldn't be a hex bug because hex bugs can't move <laughs> on <laughs> on carpet or grass or anything vaguely frictionless. Can't go up what's, that? what's that trying to get over a hill? It's a hex bug. Right. Um, what's that, that, that fidgeting, a little annoying? Yes, thing? fidgeting around helplessly on the floor. It's a what, hex what's bug. What's that coming over uh, the hill? Oh, it's a depressed kid with a shitty little with a dog. terrible hex bug. <laughs> yeah. Um, and no receipts. Yeah. Of <laughs> no course, you're talking about Lego. I mean, the Lego meme, the Lego advert meme, that has become a... Hey! 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 A man! Hey! That's, that's an old one now, man. Yeah. So, that's like before lockdown, I want to say. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really old. Before yeah. lockdown. That's a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Over a year ago. All right, yeah. that uh, wraps up toys then. Thanks. Before we finish, do you guys want to shout out any social medias? Um, uh, at com at no. Comedy Holland is Twitter, Jacob Holland on Instagram, Jacob Holland Comedy on YouTube and Facebook, although I'm getting very, very tired and bored of social media and the internet because we've been in lockdown for so long and social media was the go-to thing to yeah. look at. It's now yeah. becoming very uh, tedious. tedious it's something. all we've kind of yeah. had to look at and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's getting boring. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, you, James? Uh, I don't have any. I should be getting an Instagram relatively soon and I'll be setting up a YouTube as well, but Ooh. as of now, no, not anything right now. Thank you, Doki. I should be well, if anyone wants to follow the Bone Friends Twitter page, it's at Burr Friends. Other than that, boys, thank you so much for thank joining me. Thank you. It's thank been you. a really good one. All right, end recording. <laughs>